This episode is for all you carnal people out there. We're not talking about you, but you know, everybody has a carnal friend, right? Relax. I'm not coming at you. I'm just, you know. I'm asking for John. Yeah. You need to get John this podcast because we're going to help John be spirit led. Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. All right, here we are. And just before we start to bail out John and his carnality, I want yeah. to read you. Everybody has one of those friends, don't they? You only have one? <laughs> read. We're getting... <laughs> Man, that was quick. We just wanted to give you a little shout out here, Eric. Um, just to let you guys know, we do read the comments and feedback we receive online. Oh, yes, we do. Yeah, we appreciate it too. Through really social do. media. Yeah, all of it. Yeah. So Eric says, greetings and salutations in Jesus' name, brothers. A very well put together and managed topic. Sorry, I yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah. Talking about management. Very good job. <laughs> Excellent yeah. advice with sound spiritual content. I've heard of an older brother that used to tell those in the church he believed in paying his time tithe to the Lord every day in prayer. That's so cool. Yeah. That's cool. But as you stated, a person can be too heavenly minded to be of any earthly good, to quote the right honorable Pastor Daniel McGill. Keep up the good job. Thanks, Eric. We appreciate that. Awesome. We do really appreciate it. Uh, also, Tyson did mention on Don't Get Too Smart that I do believe JFK was an inside job. Yeah. So we thank <laughs> you for that really? feedback as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. Maybe he could come on the show and <laughs> disseminate. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, yeah. Hear, let's hear about all those theories. Yeah. All right. So after that, uh, send us your feedback. That was quick. <laughs> send us your feedback. We do appreciate it. We read it. Sure do. And we definitely want to continue to meet all you listeners. Hey, did you know, did you know that, you know, because we're, we're in Canada and a lot of our listeners are, mm. are from outside. Mm-hmm our little glorious country. Um, a lot of the reviews mm -hmm. are, are the, we, when, when we log in to see them, mm -hmm. we don't get to read them all because they are categorized based on a country. Right, right. And so I was able to log in. Man, we got some. So we've been missing out. Yeah. We got some great, great feedback. Um, from each of those countries. So thank you for taking time to do that. That's, well, that I have about 75 iTunes accounts that I regularly log in and boost. Right and review. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get some more. <laughs> we need some more reviews. Come on. <laughs> so back to John and his carnality. Yeah. Don't you think everybody wants to be spirit-led, right? At some point, I think if you're a Christian... Every born-again believer does. I believe that, yeah. So yeah. I think if if we were to talk about this, and I know the scoop because we've been preparing for this, but, you know, don't you think we tend to make it all about the lightning bolts and, uh, you know, when you hear, oh, this guy's spirit-led, God. Right, right. How do you get there? Like, what's... Yeah, that's like the, the danger in 
reading the Word of God mm. is that we we superhumanize everybody, or, or we make yeah. mm-hmm. we make all of you know the Abrahams, Davids, Jobs, whomever. We 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 put them on a shelf to a point that we really can't glean mm-hmm. from who they really were. Um, when really, at best, the the Word of God, and there's a few exceptions of this where where the Bible does cover in depth a man's a man's life, the highs mm-hmm. and the lows. But a lot of times, all we're getting is is the concert performance, and we're really not getting the rehearsal. Yeah. And so, in your in your reading that from the vantage of point of the vantage point of wanting to be that. Mm-hmm. Then, then you can you can forget the fact that hey, there's a lot of walking in between in between these encounters, mm. a lot of walking. So it's almost like when you read scripture, you get the very best and the very worst. You well know, said. right? You yeah, yeah. You don't just read where disciple got up and made breakfast and Jesus went for a walk and talked a while and came home. Right. You don't really read much. Right. About so when you read what we're going to read today yep. of a guy that literally gets vacuumed out of, you know, it's a scene in the Bible, but yet it's reality. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> albeit somewhat altered reality. <laughs> what just happened? Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. The um, the impact of those moments, mm-hmm. and and the the desire to have those encounters is not wrong, mm-hmm. but we've got to be sure that we contextualize them, mm-hmm. and that we understand that 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 doesn't constitute the totality of that ministry of that life. This is a moment. And it was for sure a God moment. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of other moments that that lived up, that led up to that. Because I suppose if 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 you're open to these, you know, not philosophies, but if you're open to thinking about the possibility of this stuff happening, ha- this stuff happening. Oof! Sorry, to sound like Joe yeah, Biden. You're having your moments. <laughs> Put me back in my bunker. Um, <laughs> Careful, you might be talking about the prez. <laughs> oh my! Let's By the time they're listening to this, <laughs> could be. Let's stay out of this. Yeah. However, when you're thinking about that stuff, it's never happened to me. So does that mean I'm not spiritual enough? Sure. Right. Sure. That's the that's the other way to think about this stuff. You know, uh, and and. A lot of this stuff we can be tongue in cheek about, and, mm. and that, that's okay to a point. But sincere people do get caught up in the pursuits of 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 these encounters. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't want to be misunderstood here. Mm. These encounters happen, mm. and they can happen as frequent as God wants to allow them to happen. Mm. But yet, just being faithful in between. Yeah. Can't be overrated. Right, because if you're a villain and then you're 
your one spiritual desire is to do a disappearing act. Yeah. It's probably not the way to live your life, right? Exactly. I I can remember having a discussion one time with someone that that sincerely, Mm -hmm. they they, they were not apostolic, Mm -hmm. but they loved God. Mm -hmm. I believe they they had a hunger Mm -hmm. for God. And one of the highlights of their life, mm-hmm. one of the highlights of their life was that they were in a service and they had an experience. I'm quoting them in that experience, in that service rather, it was it was like gold dust started falling hmm. in the service. Okay? Mm-hmm. So my first response to that, if I'm not careful in my calloused way, would be to go like, did you sweep it up? <laughs> yeah. I, I could have used some of that, <laughs> right? But for them, they were in that moment. And that was just, that was what it was all about. And they were chasing it again. Mm. I am not here to talk about the validity of whether that happened or not. All I'm mm. telling you is for that particular sincere person, it was that elusive experience mm-hmm. that they were after again it was the mountain shaking yeah lightning flashing fire falling i'm sure you've read online about uh you know the controversy around bethel church and a time how, or two yeah but just not want to get into all that but i'm just saying there's controversy around they evidently are they're really trying to go after some sort of experience like that. And they, yep. and they profess to having, you know, the cloud in their service it could be a machine. Fog machine. <laughs> Spoiler. But yeah. again, I'm not trying to take away from anybody. I'm just saying you can get pulled into going after the wrong thing. Yeah. I, I guess if there's anything, it needs to be this. We need to, we need to be led by the spirit. And if the spirit leads you to one of those moments, mm. Exactly. then that's great. But you don't try to manufacture that. Right, right. You can't manufacture that. And we're going to talk about this mm-hmm. uh, over the next few moments. But not every service is is a Friday night conference. Not every service is, is that moment maybe that... Mm-hmm. A Bethel organization is is pursuing. Yeah, to me, like that's their epitome. They're trying to just go after that. Right. Right. You should just. Okay, so let's let's borrow one of Brother Jason Crabb's songs, and maybe this will help. He's a loyal listener. Yeah. Yeah, we talk all the time. Yeah. 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 When you're not on the phone with Bill, Bill. Gaither. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, me and Bill are good friends. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. And, Absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. And mm. then mm. Ty. Yeah. 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 Him too. Yeah. You're, you live in gold, flaky, dusty. You're overloading me with day. all my personal connections here. Yeah. <laughs> Brother Jason Crabb says it this way It's not how mm-hmm. you walk on water, mm-hmm. but it's how you walk on land. Mm hmm. So if the Spirit leads you 
to a Red Sea moment where it parts, then walk through it and enjoy the moment, grab mm. a tambourine, rejoice in the victory. But the same spirit may lead you from one point in the desert to another point in the desert. That from the, from a carnal, mm-hmm. I'm not meaning that in a sense of of a sinful way, but just a carnal, a humanistic, humanistic mm-hmm. viewpoint. Right. Is this progress? It's, it's dust under my feet and stars over my head, and it's cold at night and hot in the day. And there's still no land flowing with milk and honey. No. Why, why the move? But the spirit, the same spirit that led you through the, here's the word, epiphany, where you, mm-hmm. where you have that encounter, is the one that moves you sometimes in mundane fashion. Mm-hmm. But it is still just as effective. It's moving you. It's moving you. Yeah, and I'm just thinking about that you just brought up you know, reference to the children of Israel, not long after the Red Sea, just because you experienced that, these are the people that end up, you know, cursing God and, you know. Oh, yeah. It didn't change who they were, right? They they still turn out to do terrible things. Yeah, the next big wow God had to do was split the earth and swallow some of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's right. Right, so, so so yeah. those those moments exist. So let's let's look at one. Acts chapter eight. All right, let's read. Acts eight twenty six. Chapter start eight. There? Why not? Go ahead. Uh, read it out of the Bible, just in case your notes are you know doctored. <laughs> just gonna read it here. Here we go. And the no angel, respect. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise, go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. Mm-hmm. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopian, Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure, and had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot, reading Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I, except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter. And like a lamb dumb before his shearer, so opened he not his mouth. In In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare his generation? Mm. For his life is taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee of whom speaketh the prophet this, of himself or of some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. Hmm. He was ready, right? He sure was. Yeah. I got got that answer, actually. Yeah, good question. And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? So evidently, baptism is connected with the Jesus name message. It, it, there appears to be a few scriptures that support that. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. And Philip said, Are you getting that revelation now? Wow, I just noticed that. Wow. <laughs> and Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. 
And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Yes. And he commanded the chariot to stand still, and they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they were come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught away Philip. Here's the moment. The eunuch saw him no more. The Spirit caught away Philip. Mm-hmm. Okay? This is the, and, and please understand, I'm just using this as an, as a, an anal- analogy, mm-hmm. but this is the gold dust moment. This is, yeah. th- this is it. Th- this is the <sighs> awe. And buddy, it is an awe-inspiring moment. I've never seen that. <laughs> well, obviously the eunuch didn't either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you'll walk into that It's going to be a long episode. One. Yeah. That's the whole point. That's what made it awe-inspiring is he didn't see him. <laughs> if he just saw him, then yeah. Yeah, that kind of ruins the story. And the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So think about that moment. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't want to experience something like that? Yeah. So in tune with the spirit that it literally translates you mm-hmm. from where you are to where you need to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is something that I think if any child of God has any transparency and any desire whatsoever to be at one with the spirit, you want a moment like that. Absolutely right. Yep. You want to experience that. Okay. So yeah. it says uh, he went on his way rejoicing. The eunuch did. That would be the eunuch. Yep. But Philip was found at Ezotus. Uh, he was found. And passing through, he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. Interesting little footnote here is Ezotus actually means a stronghold. Mm-hmm. So the spirit literally, it, it didn't translate him to an R&R center or a... Have you ever looked into how far that is away from where he was? No, I haven't. You're not supposed to ask me questions. Ha, I got him! Producer Randy, noted that yes. we stumped the pastor on a question. Anybody that's listening to this episode that has the answer to that question, please put it in the comments below. Speaking of that, the when we were talking about this, the Ethiopia sure. to where they were is a long haul. For sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just pointing that out. These guys exactly. were on quite a trip. They were. That lets you know that that not being Jews, no, and clearly not having the revelation of who Jesus is, mm-hmm. they still there was a pull to Jerusalem mm-hmm. that in their polytheistic, heathenistic upbringing, mm-hmm. they were sick and tired of all of the, all of the divine options out there. Yeah. all the little G's. They, yeah, they were tired of it. They said, even though I don't understand why something about Jerusalem and I will pack up and I'll make the trip. Like it's quite a trip in an airplane. Yeah. Let alone a chariot. In the old chariot. Yeah. Yeah. We'll roll the old <laughs> chariot along. So anyways. That says a lot about the hunger that the man had. And get this. Don't don't overlook this. He didn't he didn't even understand what mm-hmm. he didn't understand who he was supposed to be worshiping he just knew that there was something about jerusalem so i think everybody 
that's full of the Holy Ghost, that has a desire to do something for God, that has a relationship with God, mm-hmm. would appreciate an encounter like this. You may not be praying, and it's not a quote-unquote spiritual bucket list mm-hmm. that you have that God makes you disappear and then reappear. But you want that encounter. Yeah, maybe we'll call this Be Like Philip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you want to be found where Philip's found, you got to be like Philip is. So the danger is if that's what we desire, we cherry pick what happened. Yeah. Out of the narrative, out of the flow. How many times do we do that? Oh, we're guilty of doing it all the time. And we go, well, this is what I want. So this is what I'm going to chase. This is what I'm going to pursue. And we forget that, man, that, that rung on that ladder is a long ways up. And if you're going to, if you're going to get to that height, yeah. you got some climbing to do. And where do you start? Yeah. And it starts really within reach of every one of us. Mm-hmm. So if you go back to the beginning where you started, you started to read this, mm-hmm. you, okay, you get you, we, the, the context, the greater context of even what we read was that the church at that time was going through incredible persecution. Oh man. Yeah. They had just witnessed Stephen being stoned. If Philip wasn't a bystander at the moment, I, I assure you that kind of news travels. Fast. Everybody knew about it. And he had every right to go, whoa, I could be next. Mm -hmm. If they're coming after Stephen, who is full of the Holy Ghost, he and I believe the same thing. Mm -hmm. He and I have the same convictions. Mm -hmm. I am just as liable to be put in that compromising position, life-threatening position, Mm -hmm. as Stephen was. For sure. Something, but listen, all of that to let you know that Philip wasn't flighty. No, he was committed, right? Pretty rooted, pretty grounded. The church is beginning to scatter because of the persecution. And and, and they're, they're leaving, they're bolting. Everybody wants out of Jerusalem. And Philip, Philip surveys the landscape and he stays true to his purpose. He's an evangelist. And he just locks in and he starts preaching. And as he's preaching, people start believing. People start getting baptized. People start accepting that Jesus is the Messiah. Then they start getting the Holy Ghost. This is the context, okay? Mm -hmm. It's at that moment that a man comes and says, man, I'd like to be baptized. His name is Simon. Mm Mm-hmm. And they baptize him because he says he believes. Mm-hmm. He's now observing this, and he's watching. Yes. Every time Philip reaches out his hand and touches someone, gold, they... Gold dust falls. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. Lightning flashes. I want that. The grounds, yeah. 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 I, I want to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. His desire was not to receive the Holy Ghost. His desire was not to be led by the spirit. His desire was to be able to on demand, create that moment. Mm-hmm. And he was a sorcerer. 
and Philip addressed that in him. We've got to watch and make sure that that spirit doesn't get on us in this generation. Amen. So if you lay hands on somebody and they get the Holy Ghost, that's great, but it's not because you purchased it. It's not because you leveraged it. Mm. It's because you're being led by the Spirit of God. And so we are in a very, a very similar uh, environment, climate, if you will. Our day is pretty crazy right now. There's no persecution of churches going on. No, not at all. Albeit, we still haven't seen persecution on the level that some people have seen it. You know what? You're right. We have not much to complain about. You know, I, to, they're not chopping people's heads off. Yet. Right. Yeah. So they're mandating that we wear a mask to church. Yeah. I walked into prayer, meet, prayer meeting last night with a mask on, and I said, you know, I, this really <laughs> this really isn't that bad. Yeah. I don't like it. No. But we're, not, we're not Paul and Silas having church in I'm not ducking Australia. stones. No. Yeah, we're okay so far. But there, there's, there's undertones of the day. Mm. Anybody that's spiritually in tune can feel the perilousness mm-hmm. of the day. Mm-hmm. If we have ever, if we've ever needed a Philip that that can stay true to who he is mm-hmm. and evangelize in this moment, mm-hmm. and 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 pray for people in this moment, and baptize people in this moment, and lay hands on people and they get the Holy Ghost in this moment, it's now. We we need that, and we need it now. The church does not need to be a Simon; it needs to be a Philip. Absolutely. And you know what? There's a lot of people sitting in chariots right now. Oh, trying to understand. Massive. They're reading stuff. Mm. There's people reading the book of Revelations that don't have the revelation of Acts 2.38. Mm-hmm. But they know with, with all of the things that are going on, mm. there's something bigger to this mm. than what meets than what meets the eye. I want to understand it. So if we're not careful, we get we the pursuit of that gold dust moment will pull us away from our purpose. Our purpose will lead us mm-hmm. to those moments as the Spirit so so deems it necessary, but we're not chasing that moment. We are at we're, we're, we're following the Spirit. And so he rebukes Simon the sorcerer, and this is what is the context of what we've read tonight. Mm-hmm. So when when we when we get here, Everybody's like, man, I want to have that moment like Philip had. I want to, I want that translation moment. How did Philip end up in Azotus? The answer would be, the short answer would be, the surface answer would be, well, he was translated there by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. But that is not how he ended up there. Mm-hmm. That it, it started a long way before the translation. There is a backstory to every translation of the Spirit. So what I'm hearing you say is if you see, you know, your favorite preacher or that apostolic author who has insight that you want or the songwriter who, you know, pens things that speaks to you, it doesn't start with that, right? It does not. (laughs) It does not. Before... Before you're ever translated by the Spirit, you have to be submitted to the Spirit. Hmm. Before you're translated by the Spirit, you have to be led by the Spirit. So Philip is not in a bunker in Jerusalem trying to outlast 
COVID-19. Mm-hmm. He's not, he's not hold up praying that the folks that took care of Stephen don't find him. He's preaching, he's evangelizing, and all of a sudden, the Spirit says to him, I want you to get up and go south. Mm-hmm. And I want you to go, and he gives them specifics. Go by the way of Jerusalem to Gaza, which is the desert. Mm-hmm. But that's all he told him. That's it. He didn't say, I'm going to take you and then I'm going to medevac you out of this thing and it's going to be cool. No. And- Philip did not go to the desert looking for a translation. Mm-hmm. Philip went there, submitted. Hmm. So guess what? Before you're translated, mm-hmm. you walk. Philip was not translated from the revival he was experiencing mm-hmm. to the moment with the Ethiopian eunuch. He walked from the revival that he had mm. down from Jerusalem through Gaza, dirt between his toes in the desert mm. until he got to the place where the Spirit wanted him. No idea what's going to happen. No idea. The Spirit said, go, mm-hmm. and the very next verse says, and he arose and went. Oh, he, he argued with God about it. and He didn't debate and say, man, i got a good gig going here. Can I finish the tent revival? Can I finish my Bible study? Can I? I'm going to fleece that. Yeah. <laughs> Spirit said it, and he got up and went. Oh, to be like that. Oh, I want to be sensitive mm-hmm. and submitted like that. Mm-hmm. Now he's standing there. Mm. A caravan is going by. Mm-hmm. Okay. We don't know if he slept. There's all these points to the story that we don't know. We just know that he walked from where he was to where God wanted him to be. And he's just standing there, possibly looking around, and this caravan of Queen Candace from Ethiopia is going by. And at that moment, go ahead and read it. we got to read that again. So Candace, Verse the, the Ethiopians who had charge of all the treasure had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot, read Isaiah the prophet. Right. Then the Spirit said unto Philip. Here it is again. Go near and join thyself to this chariot. All right. So he says this chariot. Specific. Mm-hmm. He highlights this one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Philip ran thither to him. Oh, he done what? He ran. No, he was translated. I mean, if the Spirit wants me to be in the chariot, mm-hmm. it'll put me where I need to be. <laughs> right. If it if it uh, will if if it's going to pull me out of the chariot, why can't it take me to the chariot? Mm. And that thinking fosters a a put it all on God. God will put me where I need to be, and if I'm not meant to be there. Then, then God, no, sometimes you got to walk there. And then at this very moment, notice the tempo of the narrative is picking up. Mm-hmm. He walked from Jerusalem to the desert. Mm-hmm. But when the Spirit begins moving on him right now and says, mm-hmm. go, that's the chariot, the window mm-hmm. where he can intersect that chariot. Oh, for sure, bro. Through, through natural means, through carnal intervention, is really narrow. Spirit says, go. And what does he do? He doesn't walk now. Mm-hmm. He runs. Ooh, let's get an amen on that. Amen. Hey. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. 
whenever that spirit gets moving on you. Yeah. All right. I, I, I submit to you that this, this is a, a good template for the child of God's walk with, walk with God. Mm-hmm. That it doesn't start with translations. It ends with it. Mm-hmm. You start with walking mm-hmm. with God. Infants don't run before they walk. They crawl. Mm-hmm. Then as they mature, they walk. Then as they mature, they run. Mm. And, and, and they develop this interactiveness with the world that they're operating in, that surrounds them. Philip had a spiritual maturity that he didn't debate with the Spirit when it was nudging him, when it was leading him, when it was guiding him. He didn't resist it. He didn't quench it. He submitted to it. He responded to it. And when it said, go, he walked. And then when it said, that's the one, and that thing's moving, that chariot's, if you don't grab it now. It's like watching the motorcade go by, right? Right. You have a moment. And he ran. And he gets up in that chariot. The guy's like, who is this guy? Right. (laughs) And there's no no big introductions. There's no big, it's just, man, you got a grasp on what you're reading? It was a God moment. If he would have hesitated in Jerusalem, Mm -hmm. he wouldn't have been able to run fast enough in the desert Mm -hmm. to intersect that chariot. We know the next page. Yeah, that's the the problem, right? And so we're all going like, this is so blah. This is so boring. This is so, Mm. this is nothing compared to what is fixing to happen. And we we got the, the music cued for the optimum. Give me uh, a verse 39. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. But guess what got him to that moment? His feet. Walking. Walking. He was not translated there. He walked there. And then he ran there. And so now he's having that encounter with an Ethiopian eunuch. And that eunuch is experiencing revelation at that divine intersection like he's never witnessed before. And it is there that after, okay, let, let's skip over, which nobody wants to do that, but that's not the point of what we're talking about today. Here is water. What doth hinder? They go down into the water. Well, that's clearly why, to sprinkle him, right? Right. That's right. <laughs> he had to fill the little thimble to. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you don't want to be running back and forth. Well, it's. Yeah, it's yeah, it's inconvenient at best. Down into the water is baptized in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay, the only way. Get the moment from the Ethiopian eunuch's perspective. He has just been riding along in a chariot, trying to understand what he's reading, and this random individual runs up behind him and goes, "Hey, bro, can I help you with what you're reading?" He experiences revelation at that moment. You suppose they stopped the whole motorcade? I don't know. Stop asking questions like that. You answer it. Do you think they stopped the whole motorcade? I don't know. <sighs> Interesting, though. I like you just all of those dynamics to get, to get the picture. Yeah. All of those dynamics. Yeah. There's a lot going on in that Ethiopian eunuch's head at that moment. The light bulb of truth had just popped. Mm-hmm. 
Then he acted on it. Okay? And now, as he's coming up out of the water, this is where you need to cue the music. This is the, you don't have any groovy tunes for that, but but this is where... I get a little bit of like, you know, Get ready to that that sounds a little manufactured yeah yeah this is where he is bringing him out of the water okay philip doesn't know what's fixing to happen no and for sure the ethiopian eunuch doesn't know what's fixing to happen philip is baptized who knows how many people mm-hmm. this is old hat he walked there he ran to get to the moment and he baptized the guy. He could literally be thinking at this moment, wow, God, thanks, man. That was great. Got it done. Because that's a cool story up to that moment, right? For sure. Who wouldn't want to be able to tell that story? Mm-hmm. If there wasn't the next verse, it would still be a phenomenal story. Yep. He doesn't know that the original beam me up, Philip, is fixing to happen. <laughs> right? The Ethiopian eunuch is standing there realizing at this moment that his sins are gone. He's basking in the glory of the revelation that he's just experienced. Mm-hmm. And he, 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 how many times has this happened? You've seen this happen. We'll baptize somebody in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. And before it's done, they want to hug me. Yeah. They don't, they don't want to wait until they go get dried off. And, oh. Right? They want to hug me at that moment because they tie they tie what's yeah. happened to them spiritually oh, yeah, sure. with who it was that brought that mm-hmm. truth to them. I envision it happening something like that. He opens his eyes and turns, and Philip's not there. Wait, what? <laughs> There's no splashing as Philip walks up out of the water and disappears on the horizon. He's just gone. Hmm. It is a spiritual moment. It is a translation that is taking place. And that is what everybody wants. But that's not where it starts. If he'd have never left Jerusalem with his own feet following the Spirit, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he'd never got them feet moving and ran, when the Spirit said, and I'm going to tell you, the Spirit doesn't translate people that refuse to be led by it. Ooh, wow. If wow, you wow. want... Wow. If you want to be translated by the Spirit, you've got to be willing to be led by the Spirit. Mm. It is not how you walk on water. It's how you walk on land. Mm-hmm. I'm sure... I am sure because our listeners... We can stop the podcast right now. That was good. That's it. That's the moment. So true, bro. So true. So that's, true. That's the... That sums the whole thing up. We're out here chasing the whole translation, but yet we won't walk with God. And for sure... We, we won't, won't listen to him. For sure we won't run. Yeah. So unless, unless, uh, okay, I, I know that, I, I know that you're already going there because mm. our listeners know the, know their Bible. So mm. you're already going there. 
this is so reminiscent of what happens with Enoch. Mm-hmm. Right? Enoch was not, for God took him. Mm-hmm. So there is another translation moment. He is literally raptured from this life to that life. We don't see him again. He's gone. But guess what? That's not where the story starts. No more than where it starts with Philip just being raptured out of the water and translated to the next stronghold that he needs to to preach in. Hmm. Before, it says this, before he was translated, before he was translated, Enoch had this testimony. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. That he walked with God. Oh, oh. Yeah, and he pleased God. So translations start with walking. Mm -hmm. Rapturing starts with walking. Yeah, yeah, that's taking it to a different level right there. You're not going to get raptured out of here if you're not walking, right? No, you're not. No, you're not. I do not believe for one moment that when we get to heaven, any one of us are going to be shocked that we got there. Hmm. We're all going to be grateful that we got there. We're all going to be casting crowns because we know none of us deserve to be there. Hmm. But you're not just going to live however you want to live and just and 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 then just go, whoa, <laughs> this is so cool. I was just translated to this really neat place. Hmm. No. If you want to if you want to secure that you are in line for a rapturing, mm-hmm. then you start walking right. And that's what makes it attainable. Right. That's what keeps it from, well, that's just for the Phillips and the Enix. Exactly. Right? It's like Samuel running to Eli saying, oh, you called for me. It starts with such a low-level attainable response. It sounded like his man of God, right? It was just that. Right. Right. Very familiar. And you make it a habit of that. And then all of a sudden you find yourself running. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Cue the gold dust with this. Cause this, this is going to be so electrifying. <clears throat> mm-hmm. but there's an old song that describes these moments. Mm-hmm. Andy walks with me. Yeah. And he talks with me and he tells me that I am his own. Mm -hmm. God is not just a translator. Hmm. He's a walker. He's a plotter. Abraham, wherever you put your foot. Mm -hmm. Boy, Abraham had a lot of moments. I mean, he had moments where he entertained angels. He had moments where, where God talked to him about whether he's going to blow up a city or not. Mm Mm-hmm. But in between those moments was a lot of walking, setting up the tent, tearing it down, walking. God wants us to walk with him. And, and if, if we will submit ourselves to that process of walking, mm. we'll mm. become possessors. We, we'll be translated through that Jordan River into that promised land when the time is right. 
you just you just got to you, you got to keep walking and and if if you if you think about this from the perspective of that stronghold that Philip was translated to yeah the verse after yeah we all can talk about it from the Ethiopian eunuch's perspective wow i mean he's gone mm-hmm. but what about the city that he just showed up in and and all of a sudden, boom, there's this guy. Where, how, how did you get here? Where, where did you come from? Mm-hmm. Oh, God translated me here. Well, no, actually, I ran here. Nah, well, I, actually, I, I walked. It start, you, you know what I mean? Where, yeah. where, where do you put, where's the source of the translation? It starts with just being led by the Spirit. And you know what Philip did? I just went back and checked. So it says he preached to the eunuch. And in verse 40, it says he was found there and passing through. He preached in all the cities. He just went back to. He didn't get so enamored by what God had done that that knocked him off of his purpose either. The persecution didn't knock him off of his purpose, but neither did a translation. That might mess me up if that happened to me. Yeah. He didn't start writing books on how to be translated. (laughs) Didn't build his ministry on the shortest distance between two points is the disappearing evangelist. <laughs> right. Right. He just went back and said, Oh, this is why I'm here. Okay. Mm. Uh, evidently, I wow. couldn't get here fast enough on my feet. So you brought me here. Who is it? Where is it? And what am I supposed to do? And he just went back to walking. If God could ever get ministries that he could trust with that kind of power. I think we would witness things like we've never witnessed before. Wow. All you carnal people just got some help. John just got his answer. (laughs) Just bailed out John. Wow. So you might not be able to, you know, run but maybe try walking today Oof. that was a great podcast yeah if you can't call fire down from heaven just build altars mm. okay we're done like stop oh, okay you know that's worthy of a five-star rating i'm just gonna say you know if i had another account to leave a rating with i'd probably do that yeah. let us know what you think and if you do have that answer how far he was translated from that baptism to the city throw that in the comments system i really don't know so and if pastor daniel mckillop doesn't know we're gonna need some help thanks for joining us on kingdom speak we will see you again next week <laughs>